Welcome to the Vitality Radio Podcast, your source for the truth about health, wellness, and real alternatives to drugs, surgeries, and the status quo of healthcare. Here, you'll find information that empowers you to take control of your health. But it's not just about health and wellness. It's about the politics of healthcare and protecting your health freedom. Now, here's your host, Jared St. Clair. Welcome to Vitality Radio. I'm your host each and every week. My name is Jared St. Clair, and I have been uh, excited to bring you this next interview uh, because I have this uh, assistant of mine who, uh, Jessica, you've heard me talk about her before. Some of you in the Facebook community know who she is. She heard my next guest speak on another podcast and just fell in love with the information and really with the individual. She hasn't stopped talking about her since. And she said, you got to get her on the show. You got to get her on the show. So I said, okay, fine, I'll get her on the show. So today we're going to go ahead and have that interview. And I think you're absolutely going to love it. We're going to talk about things like mushrooms and greens and adaptogens and women's hormonal balance and how to get nutrition, uh, the, the nutrients you really need from whole food sources. We're going to talk about all that stuff in this interview, but let me go ahead and remind you that Vitality Radio is always brought to you by Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful. If you're local to the area, we would love to see your face. Come by and see us at 107 South 500 West. If you have questions about anything you hear on the show, you can call us at 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. Or, of course, you can jump online at vitalitynutrition.com where you can open up a chat window if you have questions or you can browse the items that we have and check out uh, the things that we talk about here on Vitality Radio. I just got back in town from an amazing spring break vacation to Florida where it was Good heavens, much warmer than it has been in Utah, uh, up in the like high 80s down there. But then I come back to Utah after while we were gone, something like three feet of snow fell and it's 70 degrees my first day back in Utah, the warmest day we've had in six months. And so I feel pretty darn blessed. It's been amazing. This show's going to be great. Let me introduce my guest. Shanai Pelka is head of research and development for Organifi and the founder of Seven Springs Organic Farm. She is an herbalist, nutritionist, health educator, and a mother of three. Shania has been formulating products for 20 years and has formulated award-winning products that have landed on the shelves of retail accounts across the country. She specializes in functional mushrooms, adaptogens, superfoods, and other medicinal herbs. She has a Master of Science in Nutrition and Herbology, a Master of Science in Education, and an MBA. She is currently building a regenerative farm and cafe with her daughters in Green Mountain, North Carolina. She is passionate about food, herbs, medicinal mushrooms, sustainability, and community. When Shania isn't on the farm or working, you can find her hiking with the dogs, hanging with her kids, cooking, fermenting, or spending time in the community. I'd like to welcome to Vitality Radio, Shania Pelka. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's so good to have you. Like I said in the uh, preamble here, uh, Jessica has told me that you're someone I need to talk to. And I, uh, well, usually if she says that, 
I end up agreeing after I listen to the person, but I didn't get a chance to listen to you yet. So we're just meeting for the first time. I'm so excited to pick your brain. So let me ask you first, because this is such an important question. I think I grew up in a health food store. I was kind of thrust into this thing as a small child, started working there when I was seven years old, fell in love with it by the time I was a teenager. And my history is basically my parents' history. But many people come into this natural world from a variety of different avenues. I'm very curious to hear how you got here. First of all, I love your story. That's that's so amazing. Uh, mine is kind of the opposite. I, I didn't grow up eating clean, healthy. I, I didn't take supplements. In fact, in undergrad, I was really just um, planning to go to medical school. And I was really fascinated by pharmacology and just loved the mechanism of action of all the medications in the body. And, um, you know, life kind of threw me a, a little curveball. My junior year of undergrad, I got pregnant with my first child. And uh, so, you know, it just changed the course of my life. I, I didn't want to leave him and be gone, you know, for countless hours to go to medical school. And so, you know, my story begins with just the pressure I put on myself because I didn't go to medical school. I have always been a type A personality overachiever. Nobody put pressure on me. I put it on myself. Um, so I had basically three kids by the time I was 26, loved being a mom, but just felt so, you know, I, I wanted to wear that white coat. I, I really wanted to be important. <laughs> and I, I, I guess I still think I was pretty immature and I wish I could look at myself now in my forties and tell myself then, you know, what, what I know now, but I know it doesn't work that way. Um, so, you know, enjoying motherhood, but really putting a lot of pressure on myself. And I think the, you know, stress kind of compounds in the body. And um, after I had my third child, I was 26 and we turning 27, my ex-husband and I were getting ready to move from Michigan to California. And it was a really stressful time in our lives. I, as you know, stress comes in all different forms, not just emotional, but, uh, you know, chemical stress is really important as well. And we had, I just bought a new minivan about three months before that, which has just tons of chemicals and toxins. Um, it's wintertime in Michigan. I'm driving around with the windows up all the time. Uh, we were painting and redoing the house. I was just under a lot of emotional stress as well. And I, I got really worried because I thought I was getting sick and a lot of people in the area at the time had pneumonia and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have time to get sick. We're getting ready to move. So I went to my doctor and I talked him into prescribing me Zithromax just so I wouldn't get sick. And mm. I, I didn't need it. And you, to, to this day, uh, it's been it's been like 20 years. I haven't taken an antibiotic since because what happened to me was I took my first dose went to a roller skating party with my kids, didn't fall at all, but I woke up the next morning, my whole body was covered in bruises. And I just thought, wow, maybe I'm low in iron or vitamin K. You know, I didn't think anything of it. I took my next dose and I just started to feel really weak. And the next morning I woke up and I had blood coming out of my nose and my tongue. And I realized I had to go to the emergency room. So um, I went to the hospital, I had zero platelets. So, you know, wow. most people have over 
I mean, really 150,000 plus, but it would be more like a 275 was my normal range before that. So I, you know, they had to test me for, of course, leukemia and HIV and everything that they test for. And they found out that this, I had what's called idiopathic thrombocytopenia purpura, known as ITP. And it is a rare side effect of Zithromax. Um, I still feel like that was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back because I already was probably, I had nutrient deficiencies. I already had the stress that had just like compounded for so many years. And then of course the extra emotional and chemical stress. And he basically, the hematologist said, um, you will not be able, we will not be able to heal you unless we take your spleen out. And a splenectomy only, only cures about a third of the people who have this procedure. Um, they, they gave me some emergency prednisone just to try to get me up to even like 20,000 platelet levels, but it wasn't working for me. So I opted to actually just leave the hospital. It was the scariest time of my life because I'd never been sick before, especially that type of sick. Um, went home, got on a whole bunch of Chinese herbs and some Ayurvedic herbs, adaptogens. And within two weeks, I was at 100,000. And then I added, I added more to my regimen. And then within another two weeks, I was back up at 275,000. And the hematologist was like, wow, you actually healed yourself. And it's pretty rare for a hematologist to say this. And um, that was my moment. That was my moment where I was like, wow, I am right where I need to be. I fell in love with herbs. I fell in love with the body's innate ability to heal. But my healing journey wasn't done at that point. So I had turned 27. And as you know, I had been under a lot of stress, extra stress because of this. And then I had been on prednisone. And my cortisol levels were almost like, like so low. I, we always talk about, you know, what, what having too high a cortisol levels does to you, but I, my adrenal guns were not making enough. So I got to the point where I couldn't walk up the stairs. I, every time I went to the grocery store and got in line, I would have a panic attack. Um, unless I had my littlest baby with me and I would hold her. And then the maternal instinct just, you know, I guess mm. that just overrode my impending doom. Um, I felt like I couldn't breathe half the time. I, I started getting like respiratory infections, pneumonia, bronchitis. And um, I was like, okay, I, I didn't really understand what was happening at first. And then I started doing a deep dive into the adrenal glands and adaptogens. And that is the moment where I still say ashwagandha saved my life. <laughs> but I, I formulated my first product at that point. It was called Ultra Adrenals. And um, put it in all the health food stores in, in Michigan. And it had ashwagandha and alithero and rhodiola and chisandra and all the great adaptogens. And I mean, I would say within a week and a half of taking these adaptogens and also high dose vitamin C and B vitamins just to nourish my adrenals, a lot of salt as well. Um, I, I healed myself and I've never looked back again. And I'm so thankful that I chose the path that I've, that I was put on. I love that. And it's funny, you know, because like you said, you love my story. I, I love your story. It's two completely different ways to get there. But what I've found is that I am definitely in the minority. There aren't a ton of people who grow up in a health food store starting way back in the 70s. Most people, it seems, that I talk to who really excel in this field 
got sick and figured out how to get well and became passionate about it because then it's like, well, I learned something that saved my life. Now I'm going to help others. And it's such a beautiful journey that it does put you on. And, and I love that you shared that. Thank you so much. Of course. So you, let's go ahead and jump into adaptogens. I'm going to tell you a little side story that'll crack you up, I think. So a few days ago, having nothing to do with this conversation coming up, a completely different topic. Uh, Jessica, I'm going to talk about her a lot in this show, I guess. She and I were uh, discussing via text message uh, something that we do on our Facebook group called What's Up Wednesday. And What's Up Wednesday is it's What's Sup, S-U-P-P. And we give clues on an herb or a vitamin or a mineral or something like that uh, to see, you know, if people can guess what it is. And then if they guess what it is, they get a free product kind of a thing. So we're talking about it. We're talking, kind of debating back and forth. And we talked about prebiotics antibiotics and uh, adaptogens. And she said, I think we should talk about adaptogens. And I said, well, and, 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 and the conversation was long, but anyway, it ended up in this spot where I said, I just don't think most people really know what an adaptogen is. And I want to educate on it. These are really important. I've told people a lot. I have, I have kids just like you, and you're not supposed to pick a favorite child, right? But I have a favorite herb, and my favorite herb is ashwagandha. I love ashwagandha. And I love all the herbs. Like, there's so many amazing herbs out there. But ashwagandha, to me, is like this superstar herb that does so many amazing things and can help people in so many different places. And, of course, it is an adaptogen. But I think a lot of people know what ashwagandha is, but they don't necessarily understand the mechanism of how it works, you know, what an adaptogen does, what classifies things. So anyway, we went back and forth. She says, I think people that, that are interested in this, that listen to a show like yours, they'll know what adaptogens are as much as they know what prebiotics are. And I said, no way, no way do they know adaptogens as much as prebiotics. So we made a bet. We made a bet that we're going to put it out there. And all we did is just ask a simple question. Do you know what an adaptogen is? Or, or have you heard of an adapt? What what have you heard of adaptogens? It was kind of a poll. Uh, do you know what they do? Uh, was uh, the second one, and then the third one was uh, you know I have no idea kind of thing. And about fifty percent, I think, at this point, uh, said yeah they they'd heard of adaptogens, and maybe forty something percent. I can't remember honestly the number right now. Uh, said that they knew what they did. I did. I think I won. Jessica doesn't think so. But uh, because more people knew what prebiotics were. Yeah. <laughs> but the long story short, way too long, actually, is this. I don't think most people know what adaptogens are. and We got to educate them. So tell us a little bit about what that actually means and why it's so important. Yeah. Well, I was going to just uh, ask you a quick question. Do you feel like over the last three years after this, you know, whole COVID time, and, and all the stress that people have been going through, more people now than before know about adaptogens? I think that that's probably true, or at least they've discovered things like ashwagandha or maybe holy basil or rhodiola or some of these things. Um, but I still think adaptogen itself is a very um, under... Uh, undereducated on, I guess, yeah. topic. A lot of people talk about the individual herbs, but maybe not the entire thing as a group and what adaptogen actually means. Obviously, the name itself tells us a lot, uh, but certainly there's been a lot more people coming to me looking for things that adaptogens do. Let's put it that way. Yeah, no, I love that. So I like to think of an adaptogen as any plant or medicinal mushroom that helps put the body into homeostasis or a balanced state. Um, it, they also help promote a healthy response to stress. And I, I really love to use the analogy 
um, of a thermostat. So if the temperature in a room is too hot, an adaptogen will help to lower that temperature. If it's too cold, an adaptogen will increase the temperature. And that's the miraculous thing about adaptogens. Uh, take ashwagandha, for instance. It's, it's just a miraculous herb. Um, an ashwagandha can actually help support healthy energy levels during the day, help promote sleep at night, uh, promotes healthy libido, um, promotes balanced cortisol levels, um, focus, you know, and you don't need to take ashwagandha before you go to bed to have the helpful, you know, circadian rhythm support from ashwagandha. I mean, it is an adaptogen, so it's going to work behind the scenes to balance whatever needs to be balanced within the body, which is why they're just so miraculous. And of course, we know that ashwagandha has this, you know, 5,000 plus year history in herbal medicine and Ayurveda. It's it's, it's a truly amazing uh, gift that we've been given. I formulate with ashwagandha all the time, and I know it's in many of your formulas. I've got it in my anxiety formula. I've got it in my sleep formula. I've got it even in my multivitamin as a, a daily tonic and just absolutely love this stuff. So, but this this is where I think adaptogens get confusing because when we look at the pharmaceutical world, things are meant to basically create a change, right? It's going to raise something or lower something or block something or increase, you know, uh, accelerate something, something like that. But in the herbal world, we have all these herbs and there are a lot of them. And, and to be clear, not all herbs are adaptogens, but there are a lot of herbal adaptogens. And I love that you mentioned mushrooms as adaptogens because I don't think a lot of people think that way either, uh, that are able to actually raise or lower or balance kind of based on what's going on inside the body, which to me almost signals that some level of intelligence within the herb itself. It's really, really beautiful. So let's elaborate a little bit on that uh, into maybe a couple of other herbs that are favorites of yours. Outside of ashwagandha, what else would you say uh, you'd like to talk about when it comes to other adaptogens? Yeah, well, I wanted to say I love that you mentioned the intelligence of these of these plants because I, and, and another thing is, yeah, with far, like in pharmaceuticals, you maybe take one, one constituent and you extract it to, to hopefully achieve a desired effect. But within these plants, there are so many active constituents that work and syner synergies that work like they all work in synergy to help promote balance within the body. And scientists haven't even really begun to fully wrap their head around how a lot of these adaptogens work. And, um, you know, that's one of the reasons why I love our organic KSM ashwagandha is because it's a full spectrum extract. So we're taking all of the constituents and we're equally representing them within the extract. We're not just taking one specific constituent for a desired outcome. Right. Yeah. And, and I've uh, we, actually, it's funny. I just did a show, uh, I guess we're two weeks ago now uh, on herbal extracts and all the different types of herbal extracts and what it means to be a standardized extract versus a full spectrum extract versus a, just a whole plant uh, powder and so on. And it's, there's a lot of confusion with all of this stuff. And I feel like what I've really tried to do with this show is to try and help people who are trying to consume natural products for the best benefit to understand 
what they need to understand when they're looking at a label uh, to figure out, okay, is this what I actually want to put in my body and what you know type of a result may I uh, achieve with this? And, and I believe that there are times when a standardized extract makes a lot of sense and other times where you want more of the whole plant, uh, depending on you know what you're looking for. So let's talk about, because you're a formulator and because that's my most favorite part of, of any of this stuff is, is putting this stuff together to try and create those synergies. Let's talk a little bit about some of your formulas. First off, you're the, I didn't even mention this in the bio. Uh, you're the head of R&D, research and development at Organifi. A lot of people listening have seen Organifi all over Instagram and Facebook, and they've done a really good job of getting their name out there with influencers and things like that. And you're the one behind the scenes actually making these products awesome. So let's talk a little bit about some of these formulas. Greens are everywhere. There's a thousand of them on the market. You have a product that is specifically a greens formula that you developed. Tell us a little bit about how you developed and why you put what's in there in there. Yeah. So I, I do have to make the disclaimer that greens was around before I was with Organifi. So that's oh, okay. That, I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. Yes. Um, Organifi, I mean, our green juice has been around, I, I might be wrong right now, but I would say eight to 10 years. So, oh, okay. yeah. And, you know, what makes our greens special is, um, of course, our quality standards, everything is certified organic, and we go above and beyond with the glyphosate residue free certification, because there have been some contamination of organic crops with glyphosate. So we, we definitely because of how much glyphosate impacts human health. Um, and especially with the gut microbiome, we really want to go above and beyond and test for glyphosate. Um, we also have all of the energizing, um, detoxifying, and greens that add a lot of micronutrients to your diet, which would be, you know, moringa, chlorella, spirulina, even matcha. And within this beautiful, amazing tasting greens blend, we have added a clinical dose of KSM ashwagandha to help with your uh, normal cortisol pattern to help balance your cortisol levels and help you deal with stress more successfully. Excellent. And then you also have on the, uh, the kind of the opposite end, the REDS uh, formula. Tell us a little bit about that one. Yeah. So REDS is just an amazing blend of high antioxidant berries. We've got beetroot for the nitric oxide. Um, basically, red is red is energizing. It's an energizing, maybe midday blend. Some people like to mix red and green together, which and, and you get a brown drink, which I, I don't do. But um, but what I love about reds is we have a beautiful blend of adaptogens in red. We've got cordyceps. Um, I mean, cordyceps militaris. So it's you know it's not the original cordyceps sinensis that grows out of caterpillars, but this is a cultivated cordyceps militaris which is really great for energy and endurance. We also have rhodiola extract, as well as alithero root. And alithero root is one of those adaptogens of mine that's definitely top my favorite list with ashwagandha. That's awesome. You know, I actually uh, worked for a company called Ridgecrest Herbals that my father uh, started uh, years ago. What? And oh my <laughs> are gosh. you familiar with Ridgecrest? Oh my gosh, Clear Lungs is my favorite, one of my favorite. I always have it around just in case anybody needs it. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, that's my family's uh, uh, heritage right there. So my dad started Ridgecrest. He found Clear Lungs as a product in a chiropractor's office years ago, and it was just kind of not doing anything on the market. So he actually, he didn't formulate it, but he got the rights to it. It's an 800 plus year old Chinese formula. But we decided to add to 
the Clear Lungs family, and I was in charge of working on a product called Clear Lungs Immune and Clear Lungs Sport. And Clear Lungs Sport, we wanted to make as kind of a, you know, almost a pre-workout formula to get more um, oxygen uh, circulating throughout the body and help uh, athletes to perform at a higher level. And the two things that I added to that were rhodiola and cordyceps, because I'm such a huge believer in those two herbs. Well, mushroom and herb uh, at, with their adaptogenic properties and, and uh, oxygenating properties. And so I love that that's in there and that the REDS formula is a, I love that how you put it at kind of a midday energizer type of a thing. I think that's a, a really good way to use it. And, and my question that was percolating in my mind was, okay, so tell me who would want the greens product, who would want the reds product, when should they use them? So let's go into that just a little bit more. You like the idea of the reds as sort of a midday pick-me-up, the greens as more of a baseline, get you started in the morning type of a thing, or how, how do you use it? Honestly, I don't think there's a time of day that you have for greens. I think it could it could be morning, it could be evening. Um, I think morning is easiest for people to just get in that routine. It also, it has a base of high potassium coconut water. So it's really hydrating. So it's a great mm -hmm. thing to just kind of consume first thing in the morning, especially before you have any caffeine. Um, I, I'm always asked that question, if somebody can just have one product of Organifi's and just they right. can only afford one, I'm always going to say the green just because I feel like ashwagandha is a really great baseline adaptogen to start with. And But I think it's important for people to understand that adaptogens don't work the same as you know, like taking caffeine, drinking a coffee, you're, you're not gonna, you might feel, I definitely will feel a sense of just calm, soothing energy when I take an adaptogen, but in general, um, results will enhance after taking them at least for a couple of weeks. So they're more of a long-term play, you wanna get in the habit, which is why I love our sunrise to sunset bundle, whereas you'd start with green, red, and gold, and so you're getting a, a, some different adaptogens all throughout the day. Yeah, and, and that actually is a great segue into the gold because I, if I had to pick a favorite of your products so far for me personally, I really, really love the gold, but I'm kind of a golden milk crazy person. I have loved that stuff ever since I discovered it. And uh, the wisdom, I did a whole show on the wisdom of, of uh, wisdom I think I called it Wisdom from India, where we talked about Ayurveda and talked a lot about golden milk and some of the herbs and things that are in there. Talk about your gold formula, because I, and first off, did you formulate that one or was that around prior to you? That was prior to me as well. The, the, oh my the, goodness. Oh, okay. sorry. So the, the, the three main, the sunrise to sunset, um, they were there the, before me. Um, I do want to tell you that we have some in, really exciting enhancements or kind of formulation iterations to all of these coming out really soon. So oh, I, I think you're going to love the gold even more because we actually right now it's, it's amazing. It's, um, you know, a, a four to one really bioavailable turmeric with, with the ginger and the coconut milk powder. But then you also have, uh, you've got turkey tail, you've got reishi, which is an adaptogenic mushroom, most studied for rest and relaxation, really balancing, grounding, um, and then you have lemon balm, which is a nervine, which I wouldn't necessarily consider lemon balm as being in, in the adaptogen family, but it definitely, when you take it, it really helps promote calm and relaxation. And yeah, lemon balm is another one of my absolute favorites. Uh, we certainly 
have a, a lot in common when it comes to favorite herbs. <laughs> Definitely. I well, I, I want to tell you that within our new formula, the amount of lemon balm is going to be increased and we're actually adding passion flower to it as well. Ooh, okay. So I, I passion flower is another cool. one of my really favorite herbs just for, for calming. Excellent. I love it. Okay. So then the gold formula, because I mentioned golden milk and your formula is obviously kind of beyond just a standard golden milk. Golden milk is typically turmeric and, and clove and cardamom. And I'm trying to think of what else would be in a golden milk. Ginger. There's two. Ginger. ginger? Yeah, there you go. Cinnamon. There's, there's usually four or five yeah. different herbs. Cinnamon. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Usually four or five different herbs and they have blood sugar balancing properties and they have anti-inflammatory properties and they have relaxation properties. One of the common things in India is for moms to brew up a warm batch of uh, golden milk in uh, coconut milk and give it to their kids at night before bed to calm down the little bit of hyperactivity that some children uh, get to deal with. And I just think it's an amazing thing. So so in your formulas, one way at least that some people might use them would be the greens in the morning, the reds in the afternoon, and the gold in the evening to kind of calm down and, and, and reset things. I love that. But before we started, Shania, you mentioned specifically that your baby is the Harmony formula. And I'm going to bring up Jessica again. She said, that's my favorite. That's the one that we need to talk about. Women love this product. So let's talk about the Harmony formula. Yeah, uh, this is so exciting to me, mostly because I, the reviews I have heard on Harmony are literally like, this is changing women's lives. This is, I've even heard that it's saving women's marriages because of the libido enhancement mm. of women taking Harmony. And, and really Harmony is also about balance. So it's it's a hot chocolate drink, which women love chocolate, and chocolate has you know what's known as the bliss molecule, ananamide. Um, so it's got it's got cacao, but it also has maca, which not only is maca a really really strong adaptogen and strong for energizing properties, but it also will help balance hormone levels. Balance it's it's great for men and women um, for. For hormones, and we've uh, I added shatavari and chas tree uh, along with nettle to this formula. So shatavari and chas tree are really special herbs that have been used for you know thousands of years. Of course, we weren't the ones to discover these herbs, um, but mostly for hormonal balance, really like uh, estrogen to progesterone levels. And a lot of women think that having PMS is normal. Um, a lot of you know, just the, the cramps and the headache and the mood swings and just really painful menstruation. But really, it's about your your body not being in balance. And this formula supports, it, it offers micronutrients to the body, but it also supports adrenal balance. And it also supports a healthy estrogen to progesterone level. Excellent. And and to be clear for people listening, uh, Chase Tree, Chast Tree, also known as Vitex. Yes. So if you've heard of Vitex, uh, that's what she's talking about. Can we talk a little bit more about Shadavari? Because honestly, I don't think that's one I've ever mentioned in 15 years on Vitality Radio. So let's get into that just a little bit more and, and how that works. Yeah, well, Shadavari has uh, a really amazing story behind it. Um, I think it's like known as the the woman who possesses a hundred husbands or something really miraculous. <laughs> and I think that, yeah, that is, um, poor lady. 
<laughs> that is because the woman supposedly has such a balanced body and strong libido that she can support that many, so many husbands. So it's a really special herb. It's, it's also really great for breastfeeding moms, uh, just a balance in milk production. It's also really great for men to use um, to balance their hormones. Um, the, the, the main herb in this formula that I would say I wouldn't really necessarily give to a man on a regular basis would be the Vitex. Okay. Yeah. And I was just going to ask that because I know people have that question. Is this a women exclusive uh, formula? Uh, I, I, I'll oh, ask. Yeah. So this was formulated with women in mind, but it's oh, not okay. exclusive to women. I don't know as it's not going to hurt a man to have, you know, a drink of this amazing hot chocolate with, with his significant other, but it wouldn't be something I would say a man should necessarily take every day. Gotcha. So when's the men's version coming out? Oh, I've been thinking about that a lot. I just, <laughs> I don't know what it should be. I don't know if it should be, a, I don't think it should be a hot chocolate because I don't think men feel the same about hot chocolate as women do. I, I'm not sure. Um, I've been thinking a lot about that. Uh, maybe it should be an effervescent or, you know, I don't know, but I would love to create a men's version. I love a good hot chocolate. You but do? I'm, okay. I've been told I'm wired like a woman, so who knows? <laughs> we'll find out. Well, you have All your right. gold, you have your gold chocolate, so <laughs> <laughs> that's that's right, that's right. Okay, well, we are unfortunately running out of time. Uh, we did get through the fourth, uh, the four formulas that I wanted to talk about, all of which you just recently brought in to Vitality Nutrition and VitalityNutrition.com. And for what it's worth, Shanai, um, I get to make all of those decisions, right? It's my shop. I get to decide what comes in and what doesn't come in. And I have had more than one person say, "Hey, you need to look." into Organifi and see what they're doing because I think they're doing some pretty special formulas. And I did. I looked into the formulas. I love the formulas. I think you've got some really, really great stuff. And uh, I can't wait to uh, start getting feedback from my own customers on you know how they feel about the Organifi products. And I feel like you and I are almost like long lost friends. I mean, you've been using my dad's product for years and uh, I've we were in love with the same herbs. I mean, my goodness, uh, we got to meet sometime in person. We will for sure. Next show, or maybe if I find myself in Utah, um, I'll I'll go visit your store. But yeah, I, I'd love to meet your dad too. This is this is really amazing. Um, one one final thing I just wanted to say is that Green and Harmony are a match made in heaven. Honestly, okay. For All a right. woman so trying some... to balance her hormones, getting that the, the micronutrients and the hydration and the um, cortisol balancing properties from the greens mixed with the harmony. It's just amazing. Fantastic. And of course, one thing that we didn't mention, but I think we should just at least briefly, is that uh, many of the ingredients in these formulas also act as prebiotics, uh, including some of the mushrooms. And uh, one major thing that I talk about all the time on Vitality Radio is the critical nature of, of having a well-stocked microbiome, which of course prebiotics play a role in. And if you're talking about hormone imbalance and your microbiome's a mess, which of course is one of the things that happened to you with that uh, pharmaceutical, the Zithromax that you were using, yes. is it just wrecks the microbiome. You get that back and working like it should, and hormones 
improved dramatically. So there's a lot of wisdom in the formulas and you're not just attacking anything from one angle, which is one of the reasons that I really like these products is that they're not just, uh, you know, a, a single bullet uh, aimed at, at a target, but you're really uh, hitting it more with a shotgun approach and trying to get as many different things in balance as possible. I'm excited again, like I said, for people to uh, check these out and try them out and, and get some feedback. I really look forward to people listening to this interview. Your story is inspirational. Uh, it's clear that you've done some really beautiful things uh, with your history now uh, to bring this type of herbal wisdom to the masses. And I appreciate you doing that. We need lots more people like you doing this kind of work. Thank you so much for what you're doing. And thank you for joining me on Vitality Radio. Thank you for having me. Let's do this again sometime because there's a lot more we could talk about for sure. Let's talk about the microbiome next time or the liver. Oh, I, I would love it. That's my favorite topic is microbiome. Yes. We could definitely do that. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and uh, wrap this up now. Hey, if you're listening and you found as much interest and enjoyment in this interview as I did, uh, what you've got here is a woman who figured it out. Uh, and she mentioned something that I think is really, really important. I've talked about it a lot on Vitality Radio, so if you've heard me say this before, I apologize, but I'm going to keep saying it because people need to hear it. We have come to a point in America where we have been taught throughout our lives to hand our health over to someone in a white coat. That person in the white coat can potentially be incredibly beneficial and incredibly helpful, but ultimately... Our health is in our hands. We get to make the decisions as to what we put in our body, what we avoid, and what we try to grab more of, and how we go about doing that. And education is key. You can't just willy-nilly shop around and grab a bottle of this and a bottle of that and hope to get benefits. So continue to educate yourself. Be your own doctor whenever possible. Use your own innate wisdom to figure out what you need, what your family needs, and of course, reach out to experts when needed to try and learn more. You've got this. You can be in places you don't want to be, and you can get out of those places of poor health, depression, anxiety, hormonal imbalance. All of these things can be fixed and balanced with nature. I really believe that, and that's why I do this show. I really loved that interview with Shanai. I love doing these kind of things uh, with uh, people that, I guess the way I best could put it, People that get it, uh, that really appreciate nature and the beauty of nature and the bounty of nature and what it can do for us uh, from a health perspective, people that have done their homework. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I've got a few minutes left, and I just want to cover a couple of things. One is, if you don't know already... Be Healthy Utah is today, uh, when this show airs, uh, Saturday, April 22nd, 2023, in Utah, in Sandy, Utah. BeHealthyUtah.com is how you get in. They did give us some free tickets last minute, and I want to give them to you if you want to make it. It's Vitality Free is the code at BeHealthyUtah.com. If you can come on, uh, come in today on Saturday, you can hear me speak at Tuesday at two o'clock and I would absolutely love to have you there. It's going to be a, an event full of 150 different natural health vendors, 35 different speakers, a bunch of demonstrations and classes, 
awesome, awesome stuff. And if you are not local and you want to check it out, you can use code VITALITY40 to get all of the speakers, uh, access to all the speakers as um, uh, recordings, both video and audio that you can listen to, including my speech. And uh, we would love to have you uh, there. So what I want to do with the last few minutes that I have today on the show is I want to cover um, what I'm going to talk about at Be Healthy Utah, just a, a little sneak peek. And then I'm going to try and get a hold of my recording um, and uh, share it with you uh, maybe as a podcast uh, later. I don't know. I'll, I'm not quite sure how I'll share it. Maybe on the social media is that kind of thing. But I want to hit a couple things because I've had a few people ask me some questions that maybe um, need a little bit more information. And since I've got about 10 minutes here, I want to talk about the gut and the brain, the gut-brain connection, how the microbiome influences mental health and mental well-being. Uh, so this is the gist of my talk, which is 45 minutes, and you're going to get the 10-minute uh, Cliff Notes version here. Uh, and I won't even go into, of course, a big chunk of what I'm going to talk about uh, at Be Healthy Utah, but at least uh, you know, give you a snippet and answer a couple questions that I've had recently. One question that I had that I uh, hope to cover if I have time at Be Healthy Utah is what the difference is between a prebiotic and a probiotic. And um, it's a question that I actually received uh, from uh, from Michaela, who is kind of new to all this health and wellness stuff. She's my niece, uh, but we haven't had a, a ton of history talking about these things until she recently started working for me. And she has been editing my shows for a year. And uh, I recognize now that uh, maybe I haven't talked about this in the last year because she would have heard it. So it's time to talk about it. Prebiotic versus probiotic, if you already know, I apologize for uh, reiterating this, but I am going to give you a little bit of depth that maybe you haven't heard before. First off, prebiotics are actually food. They're food that we eat, uh, we consume, uh, mostly fibers, but not exclusively fibers. There are some sugars that act like prebiotics as well. Quite a few different things act like prebiotics. Mushrooms act like prebiotics. Uh, I recently introduced the Vitality Organic Greens and Shrooms, which has beetroot, which acts like a prebiotic or beet juice, sorry, as well as three different medic medicinal mushrooms. But what is a prebiotic? Prebiotics are food for the good guys in the microbiome. They are the things that the microbiome eats and basically ferments in the gut uh, to create more probiotics. Probiotics are actually the good bacteria. And there are a whole bunch of different prebiotics. Uh, like I said, I don't want to get into all the different varieties. Um, there is a new one that we're, we've recently started carrying uh, at Vitality that I really like. It's made by Solaray under their microbiome line. Uh, and it's, uh, it's a unique fiber combination that has shown really, really uh, great benefits in boosting the microbiome. Uh, also, like I said, mushrooms are one of my very, very favorites. And so the Vital Organic Greens and Shrooms product would be a great prebiotic as well. But why would you need a prebiotic? Well, and this is where I'm going to probably differ from a lot of people that you hear talking about this. First off, yes, prebiotics are good. Um, as a general rule, they're good. But what if you're like doing something maybe a little more extreme, like you're eating grain-free? 
Well, prebiotics are a little harder to get if you're eating grain-free because most prebiotics actually are coming, or at least a lot of them are coming from grains, but you can still get them from fruits and vegetables. What if you're eating carnivore? Ooh, that's a little tougher. And the question is, why can some people heal themselves eating carnivore, even though they're not getting any prebiotics at all uh, in a carnivore diet or virtually no prebiotics at all? And the answer, I think, is that um, prebiotics are in a higher level of need the more variety of different types of foods that are coming through the gut and uh, cleansing the gut. So I, I would be lying if I said I was an expert in this specific area. And so I won't tell you that I've got a ton of expertise, but my opinion is, and my gut feeling after reading a lot about this is that um, if you're eating a carnivore diet, your microbiome actually does very, very well, just kind of naturally. You can add probiotics to the mix, but maybe you don't need prebiotics. If you're eating a grain-free diet like I'm currently doing, then getting prebiotics from fruits and veggies probably still makes a lot of sense or from supplements like mushrooms or things like that that you can do. The key here, though, is that I love to talk about spore-forming probiotics. And people ask me, do I need a pre prebiotic if I'm eating a probiotic that is a spore-forming probiotic, such as Precision Probiotic or uh, Just Thrive Probiotic or Silver Fern Probiotic or those types of products? And the answer is maybe. Maybe you need a prebiotic if you're doing that. And the reason I say maybe is because while spore probiotics don't actually provide food for the good bacteria in the gut, what they do do is they increase the uh, or they improve the environment and make the environment in the gut far more conducive to the reproduction of good bacteria because they bump up the lactic acid level and they knock out a lot of pathogenic stuff that would prevent better reproduction of the good bacteria, better proliferation proliferation or colonization as it were. And so my answer is basically that spore-forming probiotics, such as precision probiotic, in many cases do not really need a prebiotic. Someone who would need a prebiotic along with a spore-forming probiotic might be somebody who's recently been on a significant uh, antibiotic regimen, uh, somebody who has had been on multiple antibiotics uh, over the years, and particularly if it's been in recent months, uh, somebody who has more recurring gut issues or chronic gut issues like IBS and things like that. But keeping in mind that prebiotics can in many cases make you feel worse before they make you feel better because they are literally providing food and creating this process inside the gut that can be very disruptive to the gut microbiome. So if you're going to, if you've got significant gut issues and you want to try a prebiotic, I would recommend starting very small, maybe a quarter of a regular dose of whatever the bottle says. If you are taking a spore probiotic and you don't have significant gut issues, you're just trying to stay above the fray, so to speak, then in my opinion, probably don't need a prebiotic. I don't, I don't consider it a prerequisite. Uh, you can certainly get those prebiotics in your food and in many cases get plenty of prebiotics in your food. So now let's talk about the other half of what I'm talking about at the Be Healthy Utah conference. And that is kind of the tag team approach to mental health 
focusing on the microbiome because we know that the gut makes most of these neurotransmitters, serotonin, GABA, things like that, are largely made in the gut. And if the gut's not healthy, the brain isn't healthy. That I have no problem saying with a very high level of confidence. So what do we do if we're taking a great prebiotic, um, if you decide you want to do that, a great probiotic like the Precision Probiotic, the spore formers that I love? What else can you do? Well, there's a few things. Um, Omega-3s make a big difference and reduction of omega-6s, which are primarily found in seed oils, such as safflower, sunflower, soybean, peanut oil, corn oil, vegetable oil, canola oil, those types of things. That's going to help to improve the inflammatory picture of the gut, basically reducing inflammation, which will reduce leaky gut type issues uh, because omega-3 is going to create less inflammation and and less omega-6s are going to create less inflammation as well. So that one-two punch can be very, very useful. Uh, The other thing that you can do is, and if you're not doing this already and you're listening to Vitality Radio Shame on you, because I talk about it constantly. It's one of my favorite things in the world, and that is magnesium. Magnesium glycinate, or bisglycinate in particular, I think is the best form, and it plays a major role in mental health for a variety of reasons, but the biggest one being that it's very calming to the neurological system, to the nervous system and the muscular system. It helps to relax the system so that the body can process things more efficiently process inflammation or information, sorry, more efficiently, calm down stress and anxiety and those types of things. So magnesium along with probiotics, along with more omega-3 and less omega-6, all of that can be extremely helpful. And then the last thing that I recommend and will talk in some detail about is the combination of B vitamins with ashwagandha, sensorial ashwagandha in particular, and L-theanine. My favorite one, two, three punch. I've actually thrown those together into a formula called anxiety release, which I believe, and I really do believe this, even though this is my formula and I would love for people to buy it and try it, that if you're doing the other things, if you're doing the probiotics, especially long-term, and you're doing the omega-3s and reducing your omega-6s, you're taking magnesium on a regular basis, maybe you're doing things like meditation or improving your sleep situation or taking steps to reduce stress by exercising or breath work or those types of things, All of those things can prevent you from needing something like anxiety release in the first place. I love this product. It's one of my babies. I developed it and I've gotten excellent feedback on it. But optimally, you're doing things that are kind of behind the scenes. So you're not needing to use something that's going to be more as a symptom reliever, like what anxiety release would end up being. But in the short term, in the interim, as you're just starting to get on top of your you know, mental health concerns, ADD, OCD, depression, anxiety, 
bipolar, all of these types of things that people deal with, you've got to feed the body the key elements that it needs first, but that takes some time. It takes time for omega-3s to do their thing. It takes time for magnesium to do its thing, although not a ton of time. It takes probiotics quite a while to do their thing. So those are the key things, are those types of things, and then the lifestyle things. But in the interim, when you're really struggling and you're looking for something that isn't Xanax or something like that, something that's actually safe, anxiety release with the methylated B-complex with the L-theanine to calm the mind, with the ashwagandha from Sensoril to reduce the anxiety and the feelings of anxiety from the high cortisol levels, that can work really, really well. I'll go into much more detail, of course, in the 45 minutes that I have, talk about the research on these individual ingredients and things like that. But that's basically your a sneak peek at what's going to happen at Be Healthy Utah today at 2 o'clock if you are listening when this show comes out anyway. All right. So that's what I've got for you today. I sure appreciate Shanai for coming on and talking about her formulations at Organifi. Again, I love talking to like-minded people like her. She was great. And more than anything, I appreciate you. If you'd like to get more involved with Vitality Radio, join our listeners community on Facebook. The link will be in the show description uh, on your podcast app. Join me on Instagram at Vitality Radio or at Vitality Nutrition Bountiful. Or come see us at Vitality at uh, 107 South 500 West in Bountiful or give us a call. 801-292-6662. And lastly, you can jump online and even open up a chat with me at vitalitynutrition.com. Thank you so much for listening to me. I'm Jared St. Clair, and this has been Vitality Radio. You've been listening to the Vitality Radio Podcast. Enjoy your week. In the meantime, Jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it. Vitality Radio is researched and written by Jared St. Clair. Our awesome music is by Brian Bob Young. Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. The FDA has not evaluated this podcast. This podcast is provided with the understanding that information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for care by a medical professional. Thank you.